in case you missed it on Newsbreak. Anti-racism week 2021. So yesterday, in fact, we sort of ended our youth segment of the week with um, a training workshop uh, focused on anti-racism, focused on how do we, as the young people in our community youth clubs, understand racism. Um, because, you know, many of our young people are coming from communities and they have a lived experience on issues around racism and discrimination. And it was good to have them at uh, our office for this workshop to share in their experiences. And, you know, I was actually quite surprised at the kind of things that were, were being spoken about. Um, yeah. If I want to ask immediately then, is it better? Yeah. Because you get a sense that a lot of young people, specifically those born post-94, have been born into an era where the narrative in the country has been on reconciliation and democracy. You've seen it in the last week with these must fall. You've seen it um, whether it was um, of young people who are still facing poor infrastructure in their schools, but toilets and so on. And people are questioning whether that moment, post-94, the reconciliation process actually meant to bring us freedom. And do we actually question um, the fact that is freedom a reality today? And what many have come up with is to say, you know, that's not necessarily true. But in yesterday's session as well, young people put forward the idea that, you know, in as much as we have that freedom and the reconciliation process and democracy came. What is the constitution today? It means that we need to find and defend it. We need to, you know, act out to ensure that we protect those human rights that we fought for and that people died for. On one yeah. hand, you got the social aspect. And from this perspective, one gets the sense that young people specifically, you know, approach another South African who's of a different skin color than them as you're my family, you're my brother, right? But then when they look at something like the fact that most of their grandmothers and mothers are still domestic workers and that angers them, how do young people balance that? It, it, it's a really complex issue. Um, you know, I, I'm drawn to one of the quotes Madiba had said about to deny people the human right is to challenge their humanity and to impose on them a wretched life of hunger and deprivation is to dehumanize them. So I think for us, it's also understanding the broader context because it's, you know, the socio-political, socio-economic issue in the country is such that, as you said, a majority of the people are still poor, majority of the people are still disenfranchised. And that is a real, uh, is, is a real issue. It's what angers most young people because it's issues of access to equal education, access to, you know, opportunities and jobs. For, you know, the point you raised around Ubuntu, you know, so to speak, where at a rugby match, at a cricket match, uh, you know, World Cup time, we all have that, that, that spirit of camaraderie. And I think South Africans in general do um, want to subscribe to this, but the reality on the ground is such that there is a huge divide between races when it comes to your class issues. And, and what and is that doing, Irfan, to the expression of racism by young people on the ground? Is it making concept of racism far more alive in South Africa in a contemporary space? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think, you know, when we speak of racism, it's, it's an intersectional issue of racial justice versus economic justice versus social justice. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.